0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Liveline. Let's start with the uh, uh, three bits of good news, actually. Um, first one is Zeus the dog from yesterday, stuck in New York, uh, has a ticket for a flight next next Wednesday night. I know, I know, I know, don't ask me. A ticket for a flight next Wednesday night, EI 106 from uh, JFK to Dublin. And uh, he needs someone to uh, legally take possession of him for the flight. And we've got someone. Now, you, you, you don't sit in the, uh, the lap because Zeus is a white Labrador. So we have someone. So Zeus is coming home, which means Kira is coming home. And that's all thanks to our listeners yesterday and especially Caroline Regan, who rang us from New York, the Irish Network NYC. And uh, we got someone by yesterday evening. So that's that's done. The second thing is you may remember we did a full show. It was a Friday about six months ago with the wonderful Gilbert O'Sullivan. And I raised the issue, did, did he feel that he was probably uh, rewarded, so to speak, I don't mean financially, in his own land? And he hemmed and he hawed. But the, the good news is that Gilbert O'Sullivan, at last, is being awarded the freedom, not just of beautiful Waterford City, but he's also going to be awarded the freedom of Waterford City and County. So congratulations, Gilbert. And um, I have been long time campaigning that he's a prophet, not recognised enough in his, his own land. But anyway... So that's uh, the word. And the third thing is little competition. Today we have a brand new WhatsApp voice message number. Okay? You leave a voice message, you know, on any topic. But for the first 15 minutes in the life of this number, and the number is 087 4848 It's not easy to remember. 087 4848 Now, if you want me to say it a different way, uh, 087 484 but it's 087 uh, You've one minute. You've, over the next, give us a one minute or less or less voice message joke, okay? In the next 15 minutes. Obviously, your number will come up and we will uh, go through them on 087 And uh, we will pick a winner and play the winner. We might play more than the winner, but, but um, we will pick a winner and the winner gets... Uh, after two o'clock, uh, bed and breakfast for two in any Talbot hotel, uh, uh, ho- any Talbot collection hotel. They're in great choice. Wexford Cork, Dublin, Carlow and Tipperary. One night, B&B, any Talbot collection hotel. Wexford Cork, Dublin, Carlow, Tipperary. Tipperary and, and uh, OK. And um, the, the, by the way, the, the airport uh, Zeus will be flying out of it is uh, JFK9. Anyway, if you have, hopefully you have a better joke than that. If you have a better joke than that and you want to win uh, this trip away to the hotel, 087, voice message please. 087 4848 Okay. And now the scams, scams and liveline. Thankfully, going back over the years, I reckon we've saved, we've saved people countless uh, hundreds of thousands, if not more, of money by alerting them again and again to the different scams. This is a new one. This is a smart one. And you wonder where they come up with the ideas. Sean Morphy is with Inishon Funeral Services. Sean, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. We heard about this. Tell us, it's it's down to this new, uh, began in COVID, to the live streaming of funerals. How, in the name of all that is good and great and devious, are they getting money out of the streaming of live funerals? I thought Joe would never see this day. So yeah. basically... These hackers are, are bombarding uh, Facebook web pages rep.e okay. to get to get the obituaries of the deceased, and then mm. they're are showing the live streams of the servers. The scammers then begin to f- setting up a fake media pages, okay. purporting to provide access to live stream of the deceased funerals. Yeah. However, however, these access to the stream are requested to submit then credit card details. My God. So they, a lot of people go on to the RIP.ie, which yep. is the greatest uh, invention and, 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 a, and the greatest use of, uh, best use of social platforms in the last uh, 15 years. Incredible, incredible page. And then exactly. you, get a link, you get a link to the church to watch the mass, the funeral mass live. Yep. And then suddenly you're told um, you're redirected Unbeknownst to, but you're redirected to a, to what you think is the same page, but it's not exactly. the same page. It's somebody has cloned the page, and they say to continue watching. Please submit your credit card details. Yeah, 
Wow. So basically what happened to us wow. during the week, we had a funeral. Yeah. And this doesn't come out to the morning of the funeral. So basically what they're doing on Facebook, they're taking a picture of the deceased. Yeah. They're using it as a profile picture. They're using it as a background picture. And they put the follow the obituary up. Now the name of the deceased, um, and I don't want to give the name to yeah, no, the yeah. And so they go by the first name and the surname. Yeah. com. Wow. And then the victories underneath that there. Now, these scammers, obviously, they go into our Facebook page or our AP.E. They go into the comments, and they're yeah. to send the link out in the morning of the funeral. So people, even as far away as Australia, have contacted me about this. Wow. And they think that the service is then, when they link on to the link, it asks for credit card details. So I'm just asking the public to be very vigilant at this time yeah. to not to submit credit card details. Funerals are always steam free. Yeah, of course. If it's not on the funeral director's Facebook page, web page, or any other like social media yeah. like, or rep.e or local radio, then it's a fake. But um, people can be very vulnerable this time and they can just think it's legit. Of course they are because they're, especially if they're abroad and they're waiting exactly. to, to log on to the funeral mass, then they, get, then they go into a panic. Oh, I didn't know there's a new system exactly. there where there is no no funeral director, no RIP.ie, no church ever no. charges for... No, um, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Now, okay. I've, I've been aware, Joe, as well, by linking on to this, some people have access to their bank on the phone mm-hmm. and times they wouldn't log out of their phone. You have to be aware that if you don't log out of your bank details or your bank, they can access your phone and they can take so much a month out of you. I know I've oh, known, I I've known yeah. people that has happened. You know, so, so, so what they're doing, they're, um, they're, they're, they're capitalising or monetizing grieving people that's the problem exactly okay. exactly okay before I go to Bree just let me say that number I gave out 87 4848 is for your voice message please don't ring it you send us a voice message from uh, your WhatsApp account it's a WhatsApp number 87 4848 and you record you just press a little record um, icon in the, on the corner of your screen and it comes up and then you, you record away less than a minute I thought people knew how to use them at this stage. 87 4848 for your WhatsApp voice message uh, joke, please. Uh, Breach Cannon, this is not a joke. Breach Cannon is in Rorty Undertakers and Donegal. Um, did you, you heard about this as well, Breach? Yeah, we heard about it on Wednesday after the Anishon funeral services posted their yeah. warning. We put it up as well. We weren't aware that it had been happening. Our followers on the Wednesday. We had a live stream going out on Wednesday and people contacted me then after we put up the post to say they were kicked out of the Facebook live Mm -hmm. and being told that the funeral was on another channel. So as far as I'm aware, if they clicked on the link, they were brought to another page where they were asked then to put on their credit card details to continue the live streaming. Who comes up with this this level of deviousness? Yeah, it's a disgrace that they're getting away with it. I don't think Facebook's doing enough at the minute. Okay, and they know that people are grieving, obviously. They know that people, for whatever reason, work or location, can't make it to a funeral. And I I suspect it's because Ireland, our funerals are happening pretty quickly. Uh, A lot of people will be away. They know people are... uh, panicking a bit they know people are upset if they're going to watch the funeral of a friend or a relative and they say of course of course oh, credit card okay just let me give the don't under any circumstances under any status there weren't no funeral director no rip.ie no church stream um will look for money off you full stop end of now then you're trying you try and encourage people to go back into rip.ie and and try not to be uh, def- deflected um, and uh, Bridge, are these who does all those cameras in the, who does the, because it's such a fantastic service it's myself and oh. my colleague Stephen that records them okay yeah, and then we stream it then on Kieran Rorty director Facebook page and then you leave you it can stay up does stay up for a few weeks oh, it, it stays 
it yeah. never gets deleted, so the families oh, can okay. always go back then and isn't watch. That? And then if they're in a diff- different time zone, they're still able to watch it. Isn't that fantastic? And is it a, is it a popular service or a well-used service? It is, yeah. We have a good few hundred people watching yeah, of course. Every live stream, yeah. And then it, it, it depends on yeah, it depends on the number of relatives and friends. It could go up to thousands. And did this? Did, oh, it did can this, be. Sorry, go ahead. Right. Yeah, it can. It can go up to thousands yeah. watching it. Yeah. And did this this um, service develop primarily during COVID breach? Yeah, it was COVID because the numbers were so restricted yeah, of course. going to Mass. So we decided then to put it out on Facebook so that everyone had the opportunity then yeah. to watch the funeral. And then when you go on to your 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 obituary notice on RIP.ie, that gives you an easy link as well. It's an incredible, yeah. it's an incredible service. And it's it's here to stay, isn't it, Breach? It is here to stay. I would say so, yeah. yeah so it's a great I. service to provide, yeah. And Sean, is it, is it well used as far as you know? Yeah, well, basically, they're down here in any show, and we'll be about different, different. Nearly all chapels and church would use uh, MCN Media, which is a camera in the church yeah, all the time. Yeah. So they do live streams, I was, and, and it's used a vastly amount. I was watching yesterday Frank Toomey, our great friend, uh, comic genius, um, who died earlier this week. His funeral from the cathedral in Cork, North Cathedral, yeah. was uh, streamed, and I was watching it, and the, the quality is the sound and the quality is excellent. It really is. Exactly, and you yeah. really, uh, obviously I watch it on my own in a room here, but you really feel that you're at the, you're, you're present. And um, it's a fantastic service. Okay, just a reminder, everybody, if you are trying to watch, which a lot of people do, a funeral from now on on a, a, a live stream from the church, no matter what way you're trying to watch it through the funeral director, through Facebook or through RIP.ie, you were you should never ever ever hand over credit card details there is no such uh, pay paying service it's a scam they're trying to rob your money and they're trying to almost grave rob at this stage to get people who are vulnerable and upset okay Sean Sean Murphy go to Mila Margaret August Breed Reed Cannon uh, both of Donegal uh, thank you thank you thank you both Rory O'Brien is in Sligo what's the scam up there Joe, just uh, it, it, when I heard the gentleman ringing in from Inishon about these Facebook scammer yeah. streamers, it prompted me to ring you. This has been rife um, since we'd say COVID started. Like when when COVID came in, people couldn't attend football yeah. matches or whatever. Good so, point, yeah. like yeah. you know, the, the football matches were going on behind closed doors, and it was like you know being in a in a scene from a horror movie, walking into say an empty Markovich Park here in Sligo, yeah. and having two teams. You know, you could hear you could hear all of the colourful language between the teammates and what have you. But every time a stream was set up, you would see these people coming on, and they'd all be fake names, they'd all be fake accounts, and now none of them would mm. be. You know, there wouldn't be local names. They'd all be they, they'd all be names from, we'd say, the middle of the Far East. And in the comments, like if you if you advertise the game on Facebook saying we're streaming this game live today okay, at fourteen hundred, yeah. you know, click here to purchase from, we'd say, the Sligo GAA okay. uh, paywall, whatever. You would always have these people coming in in the comments below it saying, "Yes, click here to watch the game in four K, high definition, eight K, whatever," and you would click on it, it would bring you through to a very sophisticated-looking paywall platform. And, again, it would, it would look very, very legit, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. It was nowhere near legit. You were invited to put in your credit card details. Um, I had one of these, you know, the, the, these credit cards you charge up with, you know, a five or a tenner at a time. And I actually went the whole way through and purchased the game, you know, once, just for the laugh mm. to see if it worked. And sure, like, I think I had 15 quid charged into the card. They were charging a fiver, so they took the whole 15. But the, 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 the main reason why I'm ringing you is, if you are advertising these through Facebook, I found through mm-hmm. a lot of late night digging on the Facebook settings, you can go in, if you have a business Facebook page, you can go in and you can disable the ability of people to make comments with links in them. Ah. Because the, the way they get you to go and 
part with your money is they put a comment up on the football match or yeah. on the funeral yeah. or on the boxing match or whatever you're advertising and they invite you to click a link. That's the only way they can nab you. So you can go in and you can disable the ability for uh, people to post links. And how do you just come back? How, how, do, how, how, can I, how do I avoid being scammed? Because I want to watch the match. The... You, you have to be very, very, very savvy. Okay. Like, I know wow. we'd say from, we'd say Sligo GAA, who, you know, they, they will have a link directly from their own webpage. Yeah. Comet GAA, the same thing. The Ladies Gaelic Football Association, when they're doing streamed events, they have the link directly to their own uh, Facebook page, or to their own paywall. Okay. Um, boxing organisations, cricket organisations, you know, everybody has gone down the road of streaming some of their sports. And it's, it's, COVID has kicked this on, you know, it's kicked it on about 10 years, you know, because the demand Good was point, out there yeah. for it during yeah. COVID. And it's, and it's sad, but it's proven the demand is still out there for the product when you see the amount of people course, who are trying course, to scam people out of their money. So and it, you, it's hard Rory, to avoid. You, I, I presume the, the link, when you hand over your money via this dodgy link, you don't you yeah. don't get to see anything. No, you don't get Neither. to see a thing. Okay, Ross no. Ross Malloy is in Stradbally. Uh, Ross, good afternoon. What's happening down there on the scamming hacking front? Joe, the exact same as that 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 person there Rory, uh, yeah. just after speaking. Yeah, Rory, the very same. And um, we've done the same thing, blocked out the comments and that because there was people, you know, falling for them. Now it happened. Luckily, they'd always ask beforehand is the match being streamed, but majority of the time now. Uh, even in a league match here that in, in Leash, like you could see a comment in under uh, matches being streamed, but the match wouldn't be streamed at all. Like it wouldn't even that there might be someone there streaming it. There would be no one there at all to stream it. You know, that's yeah. a, but that's debate, isn't it? The match. Yeah. The, the, so how how did you how did Stradbally GAA and I'm a PRO for the club? How did they get around it? Yeah, well, we done the same. We we um, went in as as uh, Rory said, they're ahead of us, and we went into the page settings on on Facebook, and we were able to um, hide certain words from from um, being commented under under the post on Facebook. Yeah, it's it's in the profanity Rory. settings. So okay, if, yeah, if you if you go in through the profanity settings, so okay. you 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 can see where. We'd say if somebody is willing to use foul language, you can you can stop the post immediately there. It's in a, yeah. like, it took me ages to find it, but it's in there. And if you look around that area of your Facebook page, especially if you're a business Facebook page, you can you can stop the comments coming up, and you can also mm-hmm. automatically ban the person from the page. Okay. okay. Yeah, with the, with the words that are being used. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. has that worked for you, Ross? Yeah, well, I was just looking there before we came on, and yeah. I was looking at we put an AGM post for for um, the annual general meeting, and even under that, you know, they're saying that there's matches being streamed, but and um, now they're just gone to a stage that when when you're blocking the words that they're using, they're just posting links now, you know. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But, but but Joe, there's 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 another large kind of conversation that probably need, need, you know needs to be aired somewhere. Like, and it's the amount of piracy that's going on of these events as well. Okay, how how like, do they pirate them? Well, there are these, you know, they're they're colloquially called dodgy boxes. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like everything from Sky to GAA matches to, you know, everything and anything is being is being pirated, being copied, and you know, it's been it's been rebroadcast, you know, illegally. Yeah. Um, you know, to, to such an extent like that on some of the games that I've done recently, I've actually started broadcasting an ad before the games in you know, advising people that illegal streams let the criminals in. Like and, and again it's just to try and warn people that once somebody out there has your credit card number that isn't uh, a responsible vendor. It's mayhem. Yeah. You know, well, it's total mayhem. And yeah. you know, com- like coming up to Christmas, like, you know, now like there's people going out and they're 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 buying we'd say so we'd say gifts of subscri- to subscription services good solid legitimate subscription services that do a bloody good job mm. you know and I'm not going to mention any names for fear that we get a politician given out about mm. certain hurling games only visible in Azerbaijan but 
you know, there are people going out and they're buying these subscriptions as gifts for people right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just be bloody careful. Be Buy careful. them from yeah. the proper the proper sources, the yeah. recognised sources. And, I, like, I know there's another uh, kind of cautionary tale that we always get told. Always look for the padlock symbol in the address of the website that you're purchasing it from. Like, that means it's a secure website mm-hmm. uh, until the scammers start buying secure websites. But at the moment, that is the one thing that, you know, even when I'm, you know, buying bits and pieces online, like, I always check to see if there's a padlock there. And that means that my data has been transmitted securely, like my credit card details is going okay. securely. Okay, well, that's... Just people be very, very careful generally. Mm-hmm. And as I say, when it comes to funerals, there is no credit card transaction uh, allowed, asked for, or used. Okay, thanks indeed, Ross. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Breed. Uh, thanks, uh, Rory O'Brien. Joe at rte.ie. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. The joke voice message line is still open. If you have a joke and if you want to try and win a bed and breakfast to an Annie Talbot Collection Hotel around the country, Wexford Court, Dublin, Carlos, uh, Tipperary, you send a voice message of less than one minute. Well, it has to be a joke. 87 4848 87 4848 or another way of saying it is 87 But that's for your voice message and it's to celebrate our new number that Shane has been campaigning for for a number of years because and uh, he said to me to make sure that for people to, to, to advise people to forget the old number they'll forget the old number Shane because I can't remember I can't even remember but you're brilliant at getting this new number 087 4848 that's the Liveline voice voice message uh, WhatsApp voice only please don't be dialing it if you're dialing it you're wrong you have to speak into your phone and uh there's, uh, send us a joke for the day that's in it and uh, we'll pick one and we'll give them that, that prize. OK, Jim, good afternoon. Hello, Joe, how are you? Good, a good news story. What happens? <clears throat> no, I, I was in Limerick yesterday early and um, had to, uh, to get to the hospital to drop off a person there at eight and I walked up uh, O'Connell Street and I wanted breakfast. I'm mm-hmm. 75, Joe, and the place is chock-a-block with coffee and croissants. Oh, lovely. But that wouldn't be my, that wouldn't oh, be my okay. cup of tea. You wouldn't be a, so wouldn't be a the, croissant man, no? No, I wouldn't. I, yeah. I, I went to the railway station and uh, nothing there, but a security man, I asked him, was there any place where I could get... I told him my age and that I, I'd be an eggs and bacon man. Okay. And he, he went to terrible trouble to look, send me to a pub, the Horse and Hound, okay. where about 10 minutes walk away, and I went in, got a fantastic breakfast for a tenner. Okay. And, uh, and I was, came back just, to, just to be clear, uh, Jim, was there a muffin in sight? Was there an almond croissant in sight? Oh, Jesus, no, no, oh, no, there God. was nothing. My nerves there was were gone just there brown, brown bread. Oh. I had two, two eggs, oh. two slices of bacon, oh, stop. brown bread and marmalade. Oh. And that was it. For a, for was, a tenner. Was, was there no, was there no <clears throat> but, Denny sausage thrown in there? No, given you were in no, Limerick. No, I, 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 I kind of, I go for unprocessed food where, where okay, I, so I can not, if possible. You're not a but sausage I, I, man. I went, uh, no, but I went back anyhow. No, the, the one thing I want to make clear, Joe, <laughs> I'm not against uh, the, the coffee and croissant. I have a reason for saying that because my daughter and her Canadian husband yeah. opened a coffee shop in Cassie Gregory, of all places. Okay, beautiful And he called, place, he yeah. called it the, the, the blow-in coffee. But uh, it's just that my generation, you see, we're not being catered for. You know, we, 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 our, our systems aren't uh, attuned to this. But even in, in the blow-in coffee shop in Cassie Gregory, I saw farmers coming in ordering lattes, oh, no. mockers. Ah, oh, no, and, that, and, and that, that's, not, ah, that's not playing the game. You're telling me farmers, well, no, 
Farmers in Kerry are wolfing down croissants, almond croissants, muffins and double double lattes with soya milk. You wouldn't believe it. You ah. just wouldn't believe it. And, ah, and uh, you know, the sensible the people, that, but the that's dance. the way it is. But anyhow, I walked back from the, from the having had my <laughs> breakfast and I yes. said I'd walk back to thank the guy. And I gave him, he, I gave him a, a tip like, and he, he didn't want to take it. And I said, look, I said, you saved my, 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 you made my, my bacon. Day. You say he saved your bacon. <laughs> My bacon. That's it. So he, I just said I'd bring it to your attention yeah. that if anyone does something like that for you during the summer, you don't have to give money, but uh, just acknowledge uh, an act of kindness, yeah. uh, direction. You know. But remember, remember what, yeah, go ahead. You remember, go ahead. But I, I, I remember when my when I got my first uh, CIE free travel, I went to Dublin by train, and I was delighted, free pass, and then I got him the loose, and I paid my two euros. But I was, as I was going into Dublin, I was sitting next to this elderly Dublin woman, mm-hmm. and I said to her, look, I'm delighted my first use of the travel pass, and I, it only cost me two, and she said, why did you pay the two euros? That's free as well. Yeah. And she looked at me and said, she's, you're not long old, obviously, she said, but she, sa- she gave me so much advice, Joe, she said, when you're old, pay for nothing. You should never pay for anything. Certainly don't offer to pay for it. And when you're dealing with tricky situations, just start whistling and with a vacant look on your face and say, point your head, they'll think you're gone. But she gave me so much advice. I think that there's a book in it, or some, there should be some note yeah. on to how to live comfortably in old age. Anything I've ever read is rubbish, because they'll tell you, dress well, go out and do that. She told me the opposite. She said, go, go around with a kind of a vacant look on you. A hangdog look. Take, yeah. A hangdog look, that's it. People will take pity on you. But anyhow, that was... My experience yesterday, and I, I just thought, thought I'd well, bring the, it to... The, the, shocking, the shocking breaking news is that Limerick is awash with croissants. And, it is, yeah, and, it and is, you have to you it, have to search long and hard to get a full Irish. But, but, but the one thing I will tell you, Joe, I hadn't been there for years. It is a city that has improved beyond Fantastic. all... Fantastic. Unbelievable. You can walk around it in comfort. There is, uh, you know, and I went to the Hunt Museum, which oh, everyone beautiful. should visit. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So it's, it's a great city. That's the only problem. And the Municipal, the municipal Art Gallery. It is. <laughs> no, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a fabulous city. Now, Jim, and, uh, Jim, would you just, uh, I'm sorry for the intimacy of some of these questions, but would you let, would you let a croissant cross your lips? Oh, Jesus, no, no, oh, no, no. no. God, my my system would reject it. Yeah. That's a bit like getting Indians. I think they have some kind of an enzyme to drink milk. Yes. I think genetically okay. I'm not wired for croissants, <laughs> you know. But I, I, I are, we, are, are, we any, are we any use in Ireland? I can't remember when I got a decent croissant in Ireland. Is there, is there such a thing as a decent croissant in Ireland? Like you never, you never I, see I, anyone, I you never hear of anyone baking them at home with a recipe. No. No, the no, they're recipe. foreign to our... Foreign to, yeah, they say yeah, your, yeah. your genes can be altered after yeah. it's hypergenetics after yeah. 200 years. Yeah. We have genetically moved away from cro- croissants. Yeah, and I, agree, I, I, yeah. I think that we, we, we should avoid them, you know. And have you but come... It, Jim, Jim, brace yourself for this one now. Have you come across cronuts? Which no, are Which I, are a croissant, a croissant between a croissant and a donut. Oh Christ Almighty! I never heard of that. Yeah, That's no, a strange. No, no. Uh, I must, I must give that to the, the my Canadian son-in-law in, in the blowing yeah. coffee. That, that might be something. But no, it is amazing <laughs> how we've adapted in the rural area. Yeah. Now you don't mind cities, but in the rural area, we've adapted so much to this coffee culture. Yeah. It's just amazing. You know that. Uh, uh, I don't know. It, there's nothing wrong with it, really. You know, but uh, I, I think definitely. A lot of illnesses are caused by the fact that we're eating food that we're that's foreign, that's foreign to us. Yeah, yeah, foreign that's it. To us, yeah. I, I think it's it, it, it's not uh, it, it, it's it's kicking back on us, you know. But I I, I also I, I do believe that in go, looking forward, young people in particular, 
they need to change, you know, the whole, not my children now, but my grandchildren. I'm mm-hmm. always advising them to rebel against everything that we're heading for the cliff with this climate change, you know. They're, 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 um, they're, 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 they're not adapting fast enough okay. to the change, you know. And, and, and Jim, and I'm, I've been warned here to give a content uh, warning, especially if there's young young children and uh, other Kerry people listening. Uh, Jim, have you ever had a cappuccino? A latte? Oh, no. A macchiato? No, no, no. A mocha? Oh, sh- no, a flat white? No. Oh, my God. Uh, no, 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 I can, no, hear, no, I can no. hear you falling into a weakness. <laughs> no, 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 I couldn't. I couldn't, I couldn't deal with those at all. No, yeah, that, that's no, not in a million years. No, but it is just amazing, though, how uh, my local garage down here in Glenville they, they're saying that um, they make more money out of coffee now than out of petrol. Yeah, of course. It's and I was above. Now, hopefully it wouldn't happen anywhere else. I was above at the Mart in Drumshambo a few Saturdays ago. Okay? Great Mart. Yep. Great life. I love going to it. And, you know, every Mart has a little canteen beside it. And they have the they have the freshly made sandwiches and the homemade Victoria sponge. But they're selling. You won't believe me, Jim. In Drumshambo Mart, Mart, they're selling cappuccinos, lattes, macchiatos, moccas, flat whites. It's just the country's gone. The country's in a state it of chassis. It is, no it's doubt at all about it. But the, the, even breakfast, though, in the morning, which has always been an important <laughs> meal, kids don't eat eggs. Like, we, 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 we'd live on eggs. Yeah. We'd be scrambled and whatever, oh, you know? Anyway, yeah. But, they, yeah. They, 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 but again, you see, people can't produce eggs now. There's so many regulations. There's, there's an American back the road here. He has free-range eggs, but he was telling me he's having difficulty getting certification. You know, okay. and he, 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 he has this big gadget pulled behind the tractor. It's a massive thing. The hens are inside in it, and he moves it around around through the fields, you know. But it, mm-hmm. it, it appears that he can't get certification. It's not quite organic. I don't know what's going on, like, but that, that's the thing. It's this basic food that farmers are struggling yeah. to produce, you know. Uh, well, there's, there's so it's, many. Say with us because we've Mihal on the line. Mihal or, Mart, or Martin. Is that correct pronunciation of your That's name? Correct, Joe. Mihal or Martin. Yeah. yeah. Um, go on. Uh, now, Jim, Jim, are you, Jim, are you, now, Jim, are you sitting down? I am, yeah. Yeah, stay, stay sitting. And if there's anyone there which asks to bring in a cup of tea or a glass of water or something, go ahead of a heel. I'm kind of bemused with uh, that young man there, 75 year old, talking about not having ever having a flat white or a croissant or whatever. Croissants are gorgeous. I'm just after putting a few into the oven here, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have my flat white, and uh, I'm 80 years of age, yeah. and I wouldn't look upon it being. Uh, I, 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 and this, these croissants, by the way, are made with all Irish ingredients, nothing French about them at all, and well, yeah, and but, maybe apart from the name. But when you say you're, put, you're putting them in the oven, you, you, you haven't mixed them, you haven't made them, you've bought oh, a no, pre-mix. Oh, no, I haven't mixed them. I actually, what I actually did, Joe, yeah. was um, Goodness Grains, which are a company in, in Longford, I think, and they, they produce gluten-free Products. Oh, I'm a celiac, so I have to be extremely okay. careful that I don't get anything that's crossed. But how, but how does a croissant that you just put in the oven? How does it? How? How do you get it? What is it in a package? Do you add water? Do you? Well, you get it in the package. I order it, and it comes in this pre-packaged. And in the little package, you put the package and all into the into the the oven, and yeah. put the oven at 180 degrees. Leave it in for seven to eight minutes, and uh, you take it out, and it's absolutely scrumptiously gorgeous. And the nice thing about it is not only is it gluten free, but it's dairy free as well. So people who are lactose intolerant okay. can now, have them as do, well. Do you know people who aren't celiacs? Um, how to, 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 can you buy a, a normal croissant mix like that? I don't, actually, I don't know, Joe, but yeah, I know okay. that I'm, I'm, I'm celiac, but the rest of the family are not, and they thoroughly enjoy them, and they don't see any difference between the croissants that, they, that I would have bought from, from Goodness Grains cuisine, and the ones yeah. that they would actually get in a restaurant. Or from Cuisine de France or whatever, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, but, 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 you know, Joe, but, yeah, sorry, Jamie. Joe, that, that's the, this is the, if you like, I know people in the food ingredients business, and this is what they do is they attract you in by taste, beautiful flavor. That's how McDonald's mm. were successful. But you could ask that gentleman, is he aware of the sugar content, 
the preservatives and the process by which they're made in the factory before going to him. This is where the problem is that our, the obesity problem with people is, the, is due to the fact that it's not that they're overeating, but it's just that they're eating food that contains chemicals mm-hmm. that prevent normal um, uh, breakdown of it, you know? And that's why if you eat your egg in the morning, you will, you'll have no problem for the day. You won't be hungry either. That's true. You know, so the process. Yeah, go ahead. His system might be adjusted to deal with it, but at 80 years of age, and obviously he's a man in good health, but a lot of people that are eating these contain chemicals. Nothing wrong with them, but now they're discovering one by one that these have uh, bad effects. Okay. On people, and especially well, the sugar. Well, I'll finish on. I'll, the sugar. I'll finish on this. You see, the, the, uh, Michal, uh, I accept your 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 donation, as the fella said. But like, I'm looking up a recipe to make croissants at home. Make the easy dough from butter, flour, sugar, salt, yeast, and milk. Roll out the dough, large triangle, large rectangle. Make the butter layer. I have an easy trick for this, this, this chef says. Enclose the butter layer inside the dough. Roll out the dough into another large rectangle. Fold it back over again. Roll out the dough again. Fold it back over again. Roll out the dough one more time. Fold it back over. Shape the cross on. Bake. Okay? And then it says, Jeez. wait for this. If you start with the dough, the butter layer dough, that's three layers. Roll it out and fold it into thirds, that's nine layers. Roll that out and fold it into thirds again, that's 27 layers. Roll that out one last time and fold it into thirds. Oh, for God's sake. Give me a latte or something. Give me a cup of Barry's tea, for God's sake. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. By the way, when I wasn't from Sean, but they do fantastic full Irish as as well. And you know, the, you, anyone, people are now ringing in looking for the details from Sean, but Mart, it's cattle sales every Friday evening, the cattle sales every Tuesday at 12. And on Saturday, uh, there's on session certain Saturday horse, ponies, donkeys, and uh, other animals as well. The fantastic drum show. And the Kilroy, another good news story from from a, <laughs> a, the background of an awful situation. What happened, Enda? Absolutely, hiya, Joe. Um, just I have a hankering for a sausage there now. Listening to your to your show. Yeah, good, good, good. <laughs> I, was, I was in a restaurant on November twenty third, uh, having a bit to eat, and then I went to do a bit of shopping. And waited for a bus, and no bus, and okay. smell of smoke in the air, yeah. uh, no taxis, and looked at my phone and realised, oh, there's a riot going on. Now, I live on the north side in Whitehall, Joe, and mm. uh, I walked down to the bridge, and uh, lo and behold, there's hundreds of people watching these flames rising up from O'Connell Street. So I have about three or four bags of shopping, and my laptop with, you know, I have a kind of a satchel with loads mm. of, you know, uh, expensive items in it, put it that way. And there was a line of guards, you know, uh, between us and the flames. And at one point, they charged forward saying, everyone okay. get back. So okay. I thought maybe they're worried, you know, that yeah. the bus is going to blow up or something. And I dropped all my shopping and all my bags, you know, apples rolling around the street. Mm-hmm. And um, I realized then when we fell back that uh, my laptop was gone. Um, so I had to wait around for an hour or so, Joe. And then they fell back and I looked everywhere. No sign of it, ah. you know. And in that bag was a laptop, yeah. Bluetooth headphones, you know, car keys, house keys, a lot of valuable stuff. So, uh, you know, very upsetting. So I had to walk home that night, Joe, and uh, I went into Pier Street Guard the station the mm-hmm. following day. Yeah. And they said, well, first of all, you have to go to Store Street because that's, that's where you report, which is unusual. But anyway, they were very helpful, but they said the chances of getting it back are virtually zero because every near do well in the country was on another common street that night. Okay. And? Anyway, okay, so I'll cut to the chase. Uh, Five days later, I got an email from a man from Poland called Arkadus. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, saying, hello, Enda, I think we have your your bag. Um, My friend Mikhailo from the Ukraine found it on the street. Uh, okay. Unfortunately, he had to get a procedure done in the hospital. Uh, so that's why we're getting back to you so late. But he opened your laptop and saw your work email come up for like a few seconds, because when you open a ThinkPad, okay. your work email pops up. Okay, great. So long story short, uh, I met them outside Pier Street Guard Station. Um, I'd written a message on my phone in Ukrainian on Google Translate saying, I, I am so grateful and 
you're such a good man. And oh, I showed him the message and yeah. he he just burst into tears, you know, oh. and we had a big, we had a big old hug, man hug. Yeah, great, great. <laughs> his friend Arkadouz was with him so he could speak English. Yeah. Basically, uh, Arkadouz was, uh, he had a walking stick, he had a very um, damaged looking leg. He's from outside Kiev, like, you know, the Balbriggan of Kiev or whatever. Um, and his house was destroyed and he's here in Ireland a few weeks and he misses his two daughters. And he was there that night and he found the bag and he got it back to me. And I just think it's a little... And he went out of his way to try and try and get he a, went information, yeah. Out of his way and he brought... He was, he's getting English lessons at the moment. He's staying in a hostel somewhere in Dublin. Mm-hmm. Um, and... He went to his English teacher and, and they had a conversation and then they looked at the laptop and got back to me. So, Fantastic. I mean, you know, I, I had a card. What, are the, what are the chances? Mail. What are the chances, Andy, what given, are the chances? given the night that was in it? yeah, One in a, you know, half a million, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, it's extraordinary and it's a, it, it just restores my faith in humanity because the night that was in it was anti-immigrants, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the irony of it. And this was, you know, so I counted this man as my friend. I, I, I gave him a card with something in it and he just wouldn't take it. But after some convincing, he did take okay. it. And I had my, I put my email in and said, you know, I'll, I'll be in touch and okay. you know, best of luck. Okay. So I just thought I wanted to share that because it's well spread the love. Well, well done, well done, <laughs> Andrew. Well done, well done. And uh, thankfully what happened that night and we can get it across because I was talking to people last night who have American visitors at Christmas and they... Yeah watched all this uh, stuff and then the exaggerations about the army being on the streets. It was just I know. madness, madness that the, the yeah. coverage that went out. But anyway, the bus, three buses, where is that? Fire and one Lewis, I understand that. Um, okay, and the good of me to market and the kill ride. Let's listen. As I say, 87 4848 is the new WhatsApp voice message number. Voice message number. And we've asked people to uh, contribute. There's just three examples in the last half hour. Yoxer's wife was in the rotunda having her first baby. And he came in, he inquired how she was. And the nurse said she's dilated. And Joxer said she's absolutely dilated. This is her uh, first and only child now. Okay, so second one there. Joe, who can drink five gallons of petrol? Jerry can. Oh, very good. I got yes, yeah, okay. Yeah, they're getting worse. Go ahead and sort of throw it. Oh you Joe, um fella walking down the street of Killarney and he has a head of cabbage on the leads and he bumps into his friend, his friend says to him, So what are you doing? says he, I'm bringing me dog for the walk. He says, that's not a dog, he said that that's a head of cabbage. He said, Well the fella that I bought her off told me it was a collie. <laughs> Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Just talking about Ukraine, Dr. Chris Fitzpatrick, a lot of people know him, a lot of people in uh, Dublin especially. He was a forced face they saw when they were born because he was the master for many a young, long years uh, at Master and, and also working in the Coombe Hospital in Dublin. But now, uh, unsurprisingly, he's got involved in the UCD Ukraine Trauma Project. Tell us what you're doing, Chris, and how people can donate. Hello, Joe. How, how are you? We've, uh, we've been running a concert here for the last week at, at lunchtime in the GPO for Ukraine Trauma Fund. So if people want to donate, uh, just to Google uh, UCD Ukraine Trauma Fund. The band have held on here with the, uh, with the with the chance that they might have gone on the show so that they can play something okay. for, for, for your audience now. Yes. But uh, we've been joined <laughs> by Ukrainians and Irish people. We've had you know people kind of who are on holidays here for the Christmas time coming to join us. Uh, and it's a real feel-good factor here in the centre of Dublin in a really historic building and, uh, and for a really worthy cause. And what does the Ukraine Trauma Project do? I so, know we are... Yeah, we're a group of, uh, of, of doctors uh, and advanced paramedics uh, right, who right. provide training for uh, Ukrainian doctors, nurses, but in particular paramedics uh, who look after trauma victims in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the majority of the paramedics uh, are frontline paramedics. Most of them have had no medical experience okay. uh, before the war uh, and phenomenal people. Uh, we provide uh, equipment, drugs, and we also run training courses in wow. Ukraine. We were over there in October. 
Uh, we're over there in April, earlier in the year, and we plan to go back in early 2024. And we're collecting a consignment of vital medical equipment and drugs to send over just shortly after. Uh, That's after incredible. Christmas. And, and when so you do incredible people, just briefly, Chris, when you do this emergency training uh, courses, um, do you st- given the, given the war? Who one? Who are you training? And two, what do you what do you have to concentrate on? We're concentrating on life-saving interventions. Wow. Uh, so, uh, with a particular focus on massive hemorrhage. So, uh, interventions yeah. uh, that can be used on the front line before people are evacuated to hospitals uh, uh, in order to in order to arrest major hemorrhage in order to save lives wow. uh, and. Uh, it's where we're, we're, we have had fantastic support from advanced paramedics in, in the National Ambulance Service and the Dublin Fire Brigade uh, and from doctors who have ex- particular experience mm-hmm. in pre-hospital uh, emergency medicine. So uh, and, and the, the participants in the course are fantastic people. As I say, most of them have had no experience of medicine before the war. Variety of backgrounds, teachers, people who work in shops, uh, people who worked on, 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 in the IT industry, hospitality, etc. And uh, it's really kind of a humbling experience to work with people who imagine. are actually putting their lives on the line in order to save the lives of their colleagues. Yeah. And then the, the news from the EU uh, overnight with Orban's uh, decision from Hungary to veto an, an aid package to Ukraine is very, very, well, we very worrying, very, very demoralising. It, it is worrying, but we have been, uh, we have been uh, supported by the HSE. Right. And uh, I also want to give credit to, 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 to the Minister for Health, uh, Stephen Donnelly, who's been particularly helpful okay. uh, in, in supporting this particular project. And, uh, so how can, how can people... Yeah, people, people... Well, they can if they Google, if they Google uh, UCD Ukraine Trauma Fund, they can make a donation. Now, I have a group of uh, Irish musicians uh, led by uh, Noel Carl, who's the... Uh, ex-superintendent the, here of the GPO, who's been running these concerts for the past The legend, years. the legendary and Noel Carroll of the GPO. Yes, is also yes. a cousin of mine, so I basically okay. twisted his arm. So people, if you, Google, if you Google UCD Ukraine Trauma Fund, that's yes. how you make a donation. Are you going to be uh, in the GPO in Dublin today or last day? We're finishing up today, but, okay. they, but, but Noel is here with his group for Sisters Continuum okay. next year. But they, if, if, if you'd like to, to actually... Uh, if you'd like to actually have them on air, I've got Lillian O'Connor on the piano okay. who was... Yes, was, please, yes. Uh, who was uh, kind of a, in the Olympia pantomimes for many years with the Billy Barry boy. Billy Barry okay, and Antoinette so Henry. So. Okay, give us give us a blast okay. and I'll shout, a, I'll shout out the donation line again. Thank you very much. Well indeed, done, Chris Fitzpatrick and crew. Live from the GPO. That's a, that's a live performance from the GPO. Christmas Patrick, you can donate. Thank you, everybody there. UCD Ukraine, Ukraine Trauma Fund, now more than ever. UCD Ukraine Trauma Fund, just Google and uh, make a donation. Joe at rte.ie 087. Our new voice app, uh, uh, voice WhatsApp uh, message line is 087 4848 Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. This is a difficult challenge uh, for you, Maria, but it's it's a daily challenge, I know. Um, you are, you use, you have to use a mobility scoop, uh, scooter. What's the challenge? Where are you trying to get to? I'm trying to get to Tremor for the new year from the 28th of December till the 2nd of January. From where? From Dublin. Okay. And you need, you need to bring your mobility scooter with you? Yes, that's oh. the problem. The train? Can't get it on the train. It's not ah. like it was years ago. 
where it used to be very big, you'd get a carriage where you could put it in years ago. Yeah. No, and there's a certain um, measurement, and mine is a little bit too big. Yeah, but I I stop every day at Sydney Parade Avenue, which the gates are permanently down for the trains cutting across the south side there. And even this morning, I could see it's a fairly new train, but I had a set of a set of doors were marked for people in wheelchairs or mobility scooters. You're saying you won't? It doesn't fit in a brand new train. No. Nope. And you're saying the well, old the old the old yeah. trains were more accessible. Yes, they had double doors, all double doors. But okay. apart from that, they had a big space inside where you could put 10 or 12 bikes at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. They don't have that anymore. I'm sure, it, uh, I'm sure it'll be health and safety, health and safety, health and safety. That's what it is. OK, so have you, have you done this trip before? Um, not, no, I haven't. I've done different trips, but not with the um, scooter. Okay. I, I did have somebody, but he has moved on. Okay. And, um, and is there any public I, transport in Ireland that would facilitate? No. No. So what do, what do you need to get you from Dublin to Waterford? Somebody that has a van that has one of them ramps, you know, the electrical yeah, things yeah. that you rise and to put it in there and but take it out. But that's a taxi and that's lots of money. I know, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. But taxis, don't, it won't fit in the taxi. Of course, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. And have you ever had to use assistance before in terms of a van or a truck or a car? Um, I did, but uh, the person that used to help me has moved on. Okay. So that's no good, you know. You see, we have a statement from um, Ian Roder. We can accommodate wheelchairs or powered scooters up to 700 millimetres in width and 1,200 millimetres long, including foot plates. Height, well, the height's irrelevant, isn't it? Including an occupant to a maximum weight of 300 kg. And, but you're saying you could previously... You could previously get, uh, get on a train, but now you can't with the new trains. Yeah. Now, it's... Like, I've ne- never got on a train with the mobility scooter, yeah, okay. okay? But um, years ago, there would have been a, a chance because they used to put, I think it was like the post um, train. It was a carriage. Right, yeah, well, that's, I think the post train is, is gone. Um, but customers yeah. who are able to transfer, wait for this, uh, uh, Maria, for customers who are able to transfer from such mobility scooters to a seat, we do have storage areas on both the Mark IV Dublin to Cork fleet and the Enterprise Dublin to Belfast fleet, which may be an option, but that's no use to you, is it? No, not this year. <laughs> OK. And how long are you going to tomorrow for? Is that your little holiday over the, the Christmas? If yeah. You, yeah, OK. Because my husband's on dialysis, so we can only get away for three or four days at oh, a time. Oh, God. And can you fly? Waterford Airport, I'm thinking of. Can you fly? Yeah, but would they? T- I don't think they'd take no, the they scooter either. No, 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 right, the same you're problem. Right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, and have you ever? Has your mobility scooter ever got a lift before off any other vehicle? Do you follow no. me? No. And like, how was the mobility scooter delivered to your house, or how did you get it in the first place? Oh, the person that um, sold it to me, I yeah. can't remember now where I got but um, what you call it, um, the, um, they had a special van. Ah, of course, yeah. Yeah. But I'm just wondering, could the mobility scooter be transported to Tremor without you and you go on the train? Is that possible? Uh, yeah. It could be. So if we could get a van, a courier van or whatever, uh, see yeah, they would. You're they, talking an awful lot of money there. Well, well let's 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 say what we need for us, and then we'll see. Yeah. Just for a sec. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I, what I'm worried about is a courier van couldn't let you sit on the mobility scooter in the back of the van. That's not that's not insured. But if yeah. a van if a van could transport your mobility scooter, and on the same yeah. day 
you get to train, and Barry Kenny will help us here as well, I know, of Iron Road Aaron. You get to train down to Waterford. And in the meantime, yeah. your mobility scooter is on the motorway, not on its own, obviously, but it's in the back of a van. Wouldn't that help us? Yeah. Okay. So is there anyone? Is, and you, and you, by the way, how much did it cost to get the scooter? How much did you pay First, for the scooter? Oh, a couple of years ago. Yeah. It was 4000 So they're expensive. So, 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 you, so you haven't, you haven't uh, understandably... You, ha- you, you can't pay taxi fares to Tremor or whatever or Waterford. Is there any company that does the run from Dublin to Waterford with a half-decent van where they're, they're, they're big, but they're not that big, should they not, the mobility scooters? So no, you're not a car you're talking about. Uh, is it, it's, uh, yeah, so it's like a bubble. I, it's my only t- it would be like, I'm <laughs> showing up my age, a bubble car. A bubble car. <laughs> <laughs> But it's the, it's the mobility scooters that we know—the four wheelers and the seat and the 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 handle the handlebars. Okay, if there's is there anyone? I mean, that's... it's a it's a great scooter. Oh, I'm gonna say it's, it's 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 on its way out, but it's a great scooter. Yeah, like well, it's, it's I have a five years. Great. And it's got me, but the place I can't go, I wasn't able to go to the RDS now, which I would have loved to go to. Why? Why you couldn't know? Why couldn't you go to the RDS? Because no one would take my scooter again. <laughs> oh, to get over to the RDS. Sorry. Yeah. 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 I mean, it'll bring me one way. Okay. But, but it won't the, bring me home. So. They won't, they won't guarantee. And what's the longest distance you've ever gone on your mobility scooter? Black Rock. And are you allowed to use it on the road? You're not, hopefully. Are you? You're no. Not. not. No. God. Can you use it on I the? Have. Can you use it on the thousands of miles of psychopaths, cycle paths in Dublin? I use the psychopaths all the time. Well, that's brilliant. Well, that's brilliant. But you can only go a certain distance because because it's electric, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. I, what, what What did you say that the um the the scooter's getting old? Is it? It's on, uh, what did you say to yeah. me? It's on its it's on its way out. Yeah. 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 But I wanted to be on its way out. I wanted to be on its way out to the Red Cow Roundabout and down the. The nice road to Waterford. That's where I wanted to go. And you're not on your way out. You're going to be around for a long, long time. Okay, we put the we'll put the plea out there um, and ask people: um, is, is there anyone, any company? Uh, the the scooter I raise weighs about 180 kilos, um, yeah. which which is bear, which is uh, bearable, and um, for most most vans, if there's any, um, it's called the Colt Executive Scooter. Oh God, there's posh. The Colt Executive Scooter. Maria's on her Colt Executive Scooter. Okay. You don't need insurance on that scooter, do you, Maria? No. Okay. You can, as far as I know, you can't get insurance in Ireland. Okay. And can we, are, they, are they easy to use? Yeah, well, when they work. Okay. They remind of their own sometimes, though, and they take off. Okay. Oh, good God. They have a mind of their own. <laughs> do, you, do you have a name on your scooter? Henry. <laughs> Who Henry? <laughs> yeah, Henry. And why do you, why, why do you, why do you call it Henry? Well, I like red, and Henry is red for the Hoover. Oh yeah, the Hoover, yeah. And the scooter was painted red for me. Okay, okay. So we're asking people: Is there anyone out there that can help us get Henry, the scooter, the Colt Executive scooter? High end. Uh, is there anyone out there that can help us get Henry, the executive scooter, to Tremor? Isn't it Tremor? Yeah. And what date? What date are we talking about, Maria? It's over the twenty-eighth. That's over the Christmas. Yeah. And what day do you want to come back? The second. Okay. I think it's the second. It's a Tuesday. Anyway. Well, we're on. We're on. We're on radio now till next Sunday week. So we'll do our absolute best to try and start that out. We're on uh, on air to. December 24th. So we'll do our best. In the meantime, Maria, will you mind yourself? Because yeah. uh, okay, I, I say this, the, the scooter has changed your life. Isn't that what you're telling me? Oh, I was stuck in the house for 10 years. Isn't that fantastic? That yeah. the scooter has changed your life. Henry has changed your life. Okay. Okay, Maria. Okay. Leave it with us, will you? I will. Okay. F- fingers Thanks crossed. very much. Fingers crossed. I'm going straight into John's Lane now to offer it up. And light a few candles and hopefully... Yeah, OK, uh, where's Shane? Where's Shane Boogie? Shane? Joe, how's it going? Good. 
Are you? Do I? Do I still have to go into John's Lane to light a candle on my way home? No. Okay. We we hear a column transport and organise getting that down. Okay. Already, okay, tell us you're called it's a terrible line. You're called Callum Transport. Callum, Callum Transport in Dublin here, yeah. Callum Transport. And what do you do you do the run to, to Waterford? No, we're a courier company all around the country, nationwide. Okay. And what are you what are you offering? We we get we get that buggy collected and brought down to the Waterford and collected again and brought back up whenever she needs it done. My God. And would it be a fee? No, we do a, we do a free charge, sir. Isn't that fantastic? Maria, and are you working on the 28, Shane? No, well, we'd have a van available on the 28. We'd have a van oh, available that's, on the That's magic. That is magic. It's called Callum oh. Transport. Are you, are we able to hear that, Maria? Yeah. You're, yeah. Go, you're going to Tremor. Great. And Barry, Ke- Barry Kenny's been on saying he'll organise a train trip. Okay? Yeah. And that's Shane Buggy from Callum Transport. They're based in Dublin. Great company. And he's going to get a van to collect. We'll, we'll sort out the details afterwards. To collect your mobility scooper, scooter, Henry, from your house and deliver it to wherever you're staying in Waterford. And then when you're ready to come back, um, Barry Kenny would organise the train back and um, when you're ready to come back Shane Buggy's uh, company Callum Transport will be out outside to take the mobility scooter up the uh, up the Waterford motorway and it'll be back in well, what part of Dublin are you in Maria? Uh, Dublin 7 Dublin 7 you'll be back in Fisbris Road Cabra whatever uh, Navin Road within the, the scooter will be Henry will be sitting at the hall door with a cup of tea waiting on you Maria <laughs> Thanks and very much, and Shane, Shane also said, being the time of year, uh, there's uh, no no charge. Isn't that fantastic? Thanks very, very much. He doesn't realise how much it means to me because oh. I would have been stuck in the bedroom. Okay. There you are, Shane. Shane, oh, I, oh, Shane you deserve, you deserve column transport. You and your family and all your crew uh, deserve good karma from that fantastic gesture. You really do, especially the time of year that's in it, being able to do that. Thanks indeed. That's uh, Shane Buggy, who's going to take the mobility buggy from uh, Dublin Dublin 7 down to Tremor on the 28th and bring it back when Maria wants it back, I think, at the 2nd. And that means Maria, Maria can go on her little break. And as you said, her, the mobility scooter has changed her life. Ten years in the house until she got that scooter. And now there's no stopping her. And there's no stopping her with, with good Samaritans like Shane Buggy and Callum Transport. Well done. Roger Beck, on Monday we'll be doing, among other things, we'll be doing hobbies again. And it had to be fascinating hobbies. You have how many barbecue sets, Roger? Uh, just 18 at the moment, Joe. Oh, just 18. Uh, just and, and counting. And how often <laughs> are you obsessed about barbecuing? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I barbecue a couple of hundred times a year. Uh, my wife decided to count one year and we did 208 barbecues one year. So, yeah, we we do a little bit. And, and we pretty much, we cook everything on them, Joe, from turkeys to smoked salmon to baked Alaska to bread and butter pudding to rashers and sausages. You name it, we do it. I bet you've never done a croissant. Well, I have, yeah. Oh, I yeah, did it there okay. a few weeks ago. Cross, cross on stuff with chocolate, Jeff. You name it, I've done it, Joe. And Water, ice cream, you make it, you name it, I've done it. And what's the difference between the barbecue? You've 18 different barbecues. What's the difference? Have you different burners? Uh, different types of machines, Joe. Pellet machines and charcoal machines and metal machines and ceramic machines and every kind of a different barbecue. I, they're just barbecues of my golf. Where some fellas have 18 like, golf sticks, have 18 barbecues. Are they all lined up in the back garden? Uh, some of them are. It's about eight or ten in the back garden. Some of them are in the garage, and some of them we go some time to time for doing uh, yeah. things for schools and things like that. I did a barbecue last night for 120 kids and their parents out in just outside Ula uh, for little preschools for their their Christmas party, and we did a barbecue for them. And, and what, uh, what, what's, great fun. what's the critical difference in each barbecue when you, when you want to get a particular flavour? Uh, it's the timber. Um, we ah. use different flavours of timber to for different types of smoke. Some of them, some food you don't want any smoke at all on, like poultry, um, fish. We we use different different types of smoke for fish. We use all kinds of different um, different floats and different flavours. Sorry, John, just after getting off the train, so I might get a little bit confused. Yeah, get off the train, uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. 
You're great. Yeah, so we're just off the train now. So yeah, yeah. so yeah, we we what we do. Um, Big pieces of meat, small pieces of meat, long, slow, cooked, 18, 20 hours for a brisket or a chuck beef, um, shoulders of pork, all that kind of stuff. Wow, wow. Fantastic. And, uh, and what, the, do you do, the, what do you do the turkey on? Because you don't want those flavours in a turkey. You want a little bit of smoke in the turkey. Yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, we do, we, we do, we do it, yeah, we do it with, uh, normally with a fruit wood, apple wood or cherry wood, something like that. And I okay. do it on a ceramic barbecue. So it's big and it keeps all the juice inside and it makes for a lovely succulent turkey. Brilliant. Well done. Well done, Roger. Oh, okay, yeah. we'll be doing more fascinating hobbies <laughs> on, yeah. on Monday here uh, on Liveline. Let's, let's hear to inaugurate our new WhatsApp voice message, voice message number, which is 087. Um, oh, I've forgotten already. 087 48 48 888. Didn't forget it. 087 48 48 888. A new WhatsApp voice message 24 7 365. Here's three more jokes that came in. Hi Joe, Kieran here. Last night, my wife and I watched two movies back to back. Thankfully, I was the one facing the TV. Merry Christmas. <laughs> my joke. Yes. What's the difference yes. in a hippo and a zippo? One a is a little a heavy, the other is a little lighter. Merry ah, Christmas. Very good. There was two gentlemen and they were very interested in the one young lady. And every day, one of the gentlemen who was a doctor sent her a flower and the other gentleman was a tradesman and he sent her an apple so she contacted the tradesman and she says why would you send me an apple he said an apple a day keeps the uh, away well done that's the last one there it's Parag Howley County Clare Parag you're the winner yeah, and the main, the, the, the main reason, not just there, they're all funny, but uh, if you're in County Clare, you'll get great use out of that Talbot Hotel voucher because they're not in Clare, they're everywhere but Clare. They're Cork, Wexford, uh, Dublin, uh, Carlo, Tipperary. Okay, thanks to the Parag Howley, you're the winner of the uh, inaugural uh, 087 4848 uh, voice message. Um, voice message uh, line which is permanently open now on Liveline on Sound Cara Herbert BCO Shane Galvin producer Javon Hogan series producer Ned Egan and Ray Darcy is next 0818 715 815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie 